0: this is episode number 163. We're going to be tackling the pre-holiday decluttering and organization tips that you're going to want to do to set yourself up for a great new year and to save yourself some headache and troubles trying to find spots and where to put all of the things that you get during the Christmas season. You're listening to the Pioneering Today podcast with me, Melissa K. Norris, and this is where we talk about getting to the things that matter, simplifying both our gardens, our food, and of course, our homesteads with old-fashioned wisdom and skill sets. At the time of this recording, it is the week after Thanksgiving. We are just gearing up and getting ready to go into December and all of the things that go along with December and Christmas. I also happen to be on deadline for my new book. So my new book is due to the publishers January 1st of this year. I share that with you because being on deadline puts an extra amount of pressure and workload to a normal routine. And when you couple that with the holiday season, things can get a little bit crazy. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you know back in episode number 138, which we will link to in the show notes, I gave you 12 tips to declutter and organize your homestead. And I am so glad that I did that. And for the main part, have stuck with that routine and the implementation of all of those tips. Because when things do get crazy and busy, We obviously have less time to keep up on housework and mealtime is what I'm coming up for. So I'm still making sure that we've got all of our from scratch meals going on. But any extra time that I would normally have to devote to projects around the house are pretty much non-existent. So we did wait until after Thanksgiving, but we got our Christmas tree and all of our Christmas decorations and everything put up this past Weekend because I knew if I didn't do it right then and there, then it might not get done. I also took advantage of some Black Friday deals and got a good portion of the shopping done for the people that I do purchase store bought gifts for. I went ahead and got a good portion of that done. One of the things that I always do on Black Friday. Now you can take or leave Black Friday. I know some people hate it. Some people love it. Some people do digital only. Some people don't do it all. Some people get up really super early and hit the stores for those deals. Wherever you fall, that's totally up to you. But for us on our homestead, I try to wait and purchase all of our socks for the whole year on Black Friday because Fred Meyers has them half off. It's kind of one of their Black Friday things. They have that deal forever or for a very long time. So I try To wait and purchase extra socks for myself, for my kids, my husband, get his work socks, some of the really nice wool blends, those really warm winter socks, and then same thing for myself. Which brings me to our first tip on our holiday decluttering and getting things organized. And that's gonna have you going right into your closet and your drawers. And if you've got any kiddos in the house, Them as well, and of course, your spouse too. So, hopefully, your spouse can do it themselves, but they may need a little bit of inspiration from you, and that is to go through your clothes. I try to do this seasonally, don't always stay on top of it. I do it at least once a year, but now is the perfect time, especially if you live in an area that has dedicated seasons. So, here in the Pacific Northwest, we definitely have winter and we definitely have summer. I have a box that I pull the clothes that I only wear, like my really heavy winter clothes that I'm not gonna be wearing during summer and then vice versa, I'm my really light summer clothes, I rotate those out of a box at the top of my closet so that they're not always in my closet during the season that they wouldn't be worn anyways. I pull that out and before I put summer clothes into it, so this time of year, pull it down, go through what I've got for our winter clothes, And before I put my summer clothes into it, I look at those summer clothes. And if there's anything that I really did not wear during the summer months, sometimes that happens. You just have things that either they don't fit as well as they used to, you don't feel comfortable in them. I mean, there's a myriad of different reasons, but whatever it may be, if I only wore something like once over the entire summer, or not at all, that's a pretty good indication that I need to take that piece of clothing out of my closet and either donate it, Repurpose it depending on what the fabric and the style is. If it's something like fit wise, then could an alteration be made to it that then I would like it or it would fit better, I would want to keep it. So I kind of go through those evaluations and we're going to talk about what we do with that discarded clothing items in a little bit. But even with my socks, same thing. I've got more lightweight socks that I wear in the summer. I don't wear my heavy wool socks usually in the summertime. Go through those and coal out. And same thing for your underwear drawer. Call out anything that is not usable anymore or needs to go into the rag bin. Now I'll be honest. I am all about frugality. I mean, this is the pioneering today podcast and we talk about using old fashioned things, which would be to sewing and repairing things that are ripped. But I'm going to be honest. If I have a worn threadbare through on my socks, especially on the heel or the ball of the foot where you really feel it when you're standing up and you're walking. I have tried sewing and darning my socks, but when it's on those certain points, it tends to just rip back through, or I feel, maybe it's because I'm not a good enough sewer. I don't know, but I will feel it. And if I feel it, I don't want to wear the socks. And we are blessed to have the finances to be able to buy new socks. I don't have to make those socks last past the point when they have ripped out or they've become completely threadbare in areas. Now, I do save socks and will put them in my cleaning bin. So socks are great to use for polishing things or even washing things because you can put your hands through them even if they've got a little hole there. For dusting, they've got lots of uses that way. So I will do that. But I highly recommend going through your clothes and getting rid of things that you're not wearing. And I know it can be, at least for me, so hard because especially if I purchased it myself new, which I usually only purchase things new. I really watch the sales. I shop from clearance racks when I need things or thrift stores, garage sales, consignment stores. I don't really purchase hardly anything brand new at full price. But regardless, I have a tendency to look at something and remember how much money I paid for it, and then I have a hard time letting it go because I think of those dollar amounts. But it really doesn't matter how much I paid for an item if I'm not using it. Because if we have so much stuff that's just sitting there and that's not getting used, that we're not wearing, it's taking up space not only physically in our homes, but it actually takes up part of our mental space because every time we look at something, our brain, we don't even register it, but we're making a decision about things just by simply seeing it or you walk into your closet and it's kind of messy and you know, I really need to go through this, but you're making a decision not to do it right then and there. Whereas when you walk into a space that everything is in its spot and it's orderly, your brain doesn't try to have to sift through everything and make a decision about what it should do with something. And it's also a really good time to go through and get rid of things because for most people, not, not, all, not everybody, I know some families don't give gifts or don't do gift exchange and that type of thing, but I would say for the majority of society at Christmas time, we usually are receiving and giving gifts. And with my kids who are still growing A lot of times people will buy a lot of clothes for their kids at the beginning of a school year. I only buy them a few things at the beginning of the school year because I know most likely, which just happened with my daughter, that they are going to have a growth spurt. I prefer to just buy a few things every season to keep up with their growing rather than replace an entire wardrobe. She just had a growth spurt and a lot of her jeans are now getting too short (laughs) and also too tight. So I told her she needed to go through and pull out any jeans that were that specific size. And then we can give those to family members. If they've got kids that will fit them, the ones that are still in good shape, we can donate them. We can save them for our fabric bag. And I'll talk about that a little bit with our clothes, but I need her to go through and pull out. And same thing with my kids' winter items, like their snow boots, You know, the things that we don't wear all the time but to pull them out and to make sure that they still fit. And if they don't still fit, then to get them out because they're not doing us any good. I do that too. In fact, this year, my boots are totally wore out and I do not have any good winter farm boots. So the old pair that are cracked beyond repair and beyond use, they could be made into a planter actually, but they need to go out of my closet to make room for a pair that hopefully... Santa Claus, aka my husband, will be getting me under the tree for Christmas. You know you're a homesteader when you're researching and asking for some really good insulated waterproof boots, and that's what you want for your Christmas gift. Can I get an amen? Now, this might not apply quite as much to homesteaders, but I would say it's fair to bet that most of us have holiday decorations and we're putting out christmas decorations around christmas time. I've got a couple of rubber made totes. We don't actually have a garage or a basement or even a full-fledged barn here on our homestead. Those are things that we hope to put up someday, but we don't have. So all of my seasonal decor goes into a couple of rubber made totes and then a few boxes that is actually home in my closet in our bedroom, in my bedroom closet. I get to share that <laughs> with my decorations. So as we put up the Christmas tree and the nativity and the different items that I decorate with in our house for Christmas, it's a good time to look and see, are you still putting out all of your ornaments and your decorations? Because I know I'm not. There's decorations that we've had for a really long time that have gotten chipped or they're just not as pretty or I just plain don't like them anymore. Our styles changed over 19 years. The things I had 19 years ago, now some of them are very treasured items and I will put them out forever. But other ones, not so much, but yet they're still sitting in the tote. I don't put them out. I haven't put them out or on the tree for a couple of years. What on earth am I still hanging on to them? Am I the only one that does that? Please tell me that I'm not the only one that does that, but we're going to stop it right now. If you are not using it, Pull them out. Do not pack them back up. Do not hold on to them. Anything that you have not put out or you don't love, get it out of your house. Now, if your kids are still young enough that they've got toys, this can be a great time, too, to go through and have them pull out any toys they have outgrown, they just don't play with anymore. And I'll tell you what, by doing that, for me as a parent who... Purchases a lot of my children's gifts. It was a really good reminder to do that before we go shopping to see do I really need to get them this? Do they really need this item? Now, I believe that at Christmas, as long as you have the finances available, that there is nothing wrong with getting gifts for people that they don't necessarily need, but that you think would bring them joy and that they would really just enjoy having. I don't think that there is anything wrong with that. I don't think that there's anything wrong with getting people things that they actually need as gifts either. My children get socks under the Christmas tree (laughs) from my half off Black Friday sale, (laughs) but it made me really evaluate both my husband and I both. Do we really want to be purchasing more things? that they are not using and that we're going to be boxing up and getting rid of. Now, there's some things that a child is just as they age and mature, they are going to outgrow toy-wise, and that's fine. It was really good. It was an exercise for us because as we were going through and taking these items out of the home to really take into consideration when we're purchasing things, and we are looking more at doing experience items so getting tickets. In fact, I think I'm getting my daughter. am going to buy her a certificate to go to a painting class. She's really creative, and she enjoys making art and doing things like that, and so I think that her and I, were going to purchase tickets and go to a painting class together, so she'll be learning some new skills. It'll be time for us together, and it will be an experience, so that's kind of our goal this year, but last year when we were packing up all of the things and going through, I try to do this yearly around this time of year before new things come in, it really opened our eyes. And I was really glad that we did that. So I'm passing that on to you because it can be a very helpful thing. Now let's talk realistically about all of the things that we have pulled out of our house that we're not using anymore. Because as homesteaders and frugal minded people, We tend to have a really hard time getting rid of stuff. At least I know I do because I like to look at things and think about, okay, what can I use this for in another fashion? What can I repurpose this as? How can I recycle this? Because I hate to just get rid of stuff for lots of different reasons. Some of it is just because I don't want to see my hard-earned money go to waste. That could be one of them. The other reason is I don't want to see landfills just full of things. And three, if I can take something that I'm not using in its current capacity and putting into something else that's useful, I see that as a total win. So as homesteaders, we can sometimes have bags or boxes or maybe a combination of both full of things that we are someday going to use in another project. We may have fabric from clothes, like we've just pulled clothes and we think that we're going to make a patchwork out of it. Maybe we're going to use that material, and it depends on the type of material, but maybe we're going to rip that up and use it to make a rag rug. Or we have got tons and tons and tons of rag baskets Or rag boxes of things to use for cleaning, for dusting cloths and washing cars, just all kinds of things, whatever you're going to need a rag for, right? But there comes a point when, if you have had those items set aside to put to use in a different project, maybe it's craft supplies, could be yarn. But there comes a point when we have to look at these items that we have saved and have one rag basket or one rag container. And when that is full, we need to get rid of things instead of just piling it on top of there or of holding on to it. Now I had a whole bunch of different necklaces throughout the years and not like precious gemstones or anything like that, but just different beads and projects, things that I've gotten for crafts. And I had in a cupboard just odd and end beads and necklaces and things like that, that I was going to try and restring or refashion. I didn't like them anymore. They had broken all of these beads and I had had them for well over 10 years. You guys, if I had not done anything with them in 10 years, chances are pretty good. I'm never going to do anything with them. So I donated them. You can donate the beads to maybe Sunday school class or different projects, different things like that. Senior centers where people will actually take those supplies and put them to good use. It doesn't Just have to be a place like the Goodwill or those types of things where we think of typically dropping off donation type items. And same thing, I had fabric of clothes that I had saved that I thought I might do a scrap bag on, or some of them I even thought I may refashion them, like I may turn them into something else, or maybe I would take the dress and cut it down and make a dress for my daughter out of it. But if that fabric has been sitting there, or those items have been sitting there for months on months, and I haven't done it, same thing. Chances are that we're not going to. So I think we need to be very realistic. And what I like to do now is if I am going to save something, I need to have a specific project that I am going to be using that material on. So of course, some things, if you're going to be doing a patchwork quilt, you're going to need a certain volume or a certain amount of fabric in order to do that. But you need to know, at least for me, what size quilt I'm going to be doing. If you're gonna be doing, for instance, like a denim, how much yardage do I need in order to make this project? So if I've got a project in mind, a specific project, and I know how much I need, then that is going to a specific thing. And if that's gonna happen, then I will make the project. So I may need to wait until we pull through things. So for example, if it was denim, my kids outgrow the next item of jeans. So that one might take a year or so. But as soon as I get enough of whatever that is to make the project, then I need to make the project. The problem falls when we just have got bags and bags of material or clothes that we wanna turn into something, but we don't necessarily know what it is we're going to turn it into That just doesn't work. And fabric, honestly, can rot, it can dry rot, even if you've got it in the house. Fabric, when it's just sitting up and it's not being washed and it's not being used, that's not necessarily a good thing. So I have learned to designate whatever it is I'm gonna save and repurpose and recycle into something else that I need to have whatever that project is picked out and identified and then give myself a timeline that I'm going to do that project by, and then if I don't, then I need to get rid of those items. So I no longer just save a whole bunch of thefts thinking that I might turn this into something else someday, because that rarely happens. I have my designated rag basket, and when that rag basket is full, then I don't save anything else to put into the rag or the cleaning basket, until those rags have gotten used so much that then it's time to throw those away or dispose of them. Then I can fill it back up. But I've got designated areas and amounts that I'm allowed to keep and that is it. I will save for my kids. There will be certain items that I will save. And this is especially if you have got children where you've got older children and then you can save some of the older clothes for the younger kid coming down. But I'm very selective in what I save. It needs to be in good shape. And then I put them in boxes at the top of their closet and I clearly label what size it is, if it's pants, if it's tops or whatever. So I can quickly look at a glance and know exactly what I've got waiting for that next child for them to grow into what sizes I've already got of things. And that system helps me because then when I am out shopping and taking advantage of some good clearance sales and some good deals, then I know what items I need to fill in for, for my kids. So if I come across some really good clearance sales, like you guys, I have come across clearance sales, especially at the end of the season. So like in January when they start clearancing out the winter stuff, which seems crazy to me that they clearance out the winter stuff in January. Cause hello, winter weather is just starting, at least in our neck of the woods. But I can get some really awesome deals. Like I'm talking like $2 for shirts and pants and sometimes even a winter coat for the following year when I know my kids are growing fast enough that they're going to need a new size the next year. I've gotten like really nice winter coats on winter clearance sales for my kids. You guys, like $10 talking like a full-on snow coat. It's just amazing, like 90% off of the regular price. But I only do that when I already know what I've got at home in what sizes and what things. And so having those in boxes, and they're just cardboard boxes with a Sharpie written on the outside. Doesn't need to be a totally elaborate system or anything beautiful, but it's very functional and it gives me just a glance so I know what I need to get more of and what I've already got. So your homework or your assignment, should you choose to accept from this episode, is to go through your holiday decorations and it may not only be Christmas. I've got some seasonal decorations set aside. So, you know, I'll swap certain things out in the house that I put out in the springtime and then in the summertime and in the fall. And if I look at those seasonal decorations and I've not put them out for a few years, it's time to get rid of those items that I no longer want to display in my home and not hold on to them. Time to go through your clothes, your shoes, especially your winter items, but also your summer stuff because we just came off summer. So you probably have a good idea if you looked at it like you didn't wear it anymore. I have a confession. I really like cute sandals, but I will not wear anything that is not comfortable. I don't care how cute it is. If it kills my feet, I am not going to do it. And I have some sandals that were gifted to me. Probably the reason they were gifted to me is because they hurt the other person's feet too. But they were so darling that I'm like, yeah, I'll take those. Oh my goodness. I can only wear them for like five minutes and they hurt my feet. So I never wear them. It is time to get rid of them. So you can do your summer and your winter culling as well. Go through your kid stuff, toys, shoes, socks, the underwear drawer, the areas we don't always go through and get all of that pulled out and only keep what you have specific projects for or space for a reasonable amount for your scrap bag and then get rid of the other items. It's so much easier to keep things picked up and clean when we don't have a lot of excess stuff and when you bring in things that you are probably will be gifted perhaps during the holiday season, it will be so much easier to get everything put away and back into order come the first of the year. On to our verse of the week. We are in Proverbs chapter 11 Verse 28, and this is the amplified translation of the Bible. He who leans on, trusts in, and is confident in his riches shall fall, but the uncompromisingly righteous shall flourish like a green bough. And I thought that verse was especially fitting because we are talking about getting rid of things. And I realized that part of the reason for me, and especially when it comes to clothes, that I tend to hold on to them is because I think deep down I have a worry, well, what if I can't afford to buy anything new or I can't afford to replace these when they completely wear out later? What if a year or two down the road, circumstances change and we need clothes and I've gotten rid of these? And while I think it's a good idea to be prudent and to be a good financial steward of our finances, I know for me personally, that I need to put my faith and my trust in the Lord and that he will provide. Now I need to do my part, but for me, it has to come down with really when I analyze it, it's a faith issue and it's a trust issue. So if you are holding on to things and really having a hard time letting them go, maybe that's something that you want to consider as well. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And remember, you can always grab the full-on blog post that goes with every episode if you ever wanna check out links or share it with others. And you can get today's show notes for this episode at melissaknorris.com forward slash 163 because this is episode number 163. I wanna thank you so much for joining me here today. And I look forward to being back here with you next week and happy decluttering.